College graduations are happening all across our region and for the first time in two years, the celebrations are relatively free of COVID restrictions. But that doesn't mean they're the exact same thing they were before the pandemic started. Today on the Know the News podcast, we're going to talk about the return of large graduation ceremonies across the region and the innovations some schools have adopted in response to COVID-19. My name is Rusty Turner. I'm the host for the Know the News podcast, and it's a local news podcast brought to you by the newsroom of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Earlier this week, we published a story about the return of these big graduation ceremonies. And we're going to talk about that right now, along with an invitation for our readers to help us recognize local graduates. I'm joined today by Janelle Jessen. She's our education reporter, and uh, she's the one who wrote the story we published uh, earlier this week. Hi, Janelle. Hey, Rusty. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for coming on. Hey, your story published on Thursday uh, because several high schools and colleges are having ceremonies beginning this weekend. Uh, and for the most part, these ceremonies are back to what we would consider normal. Uh, everybody, uh, you know, everybody all together showing up at the same place. Uh, but let's remind folks what things have been like um, the last two years during the pandemic, what those graduations were like. Well, uh, when the pandemic hit in 2020, I think a lot of the local districts, they didn't know what was going to happen. And so graduations were postponed and postponed again until they ended up taking place in July. But even then, they were still limited events. And we saw a lot of creativity as far as skill, as as far as schools still finding ways to celebrate their graduates. Um, but but in different ways than what we think of as a traditional graduation ceremony. For example, Bentonville's two high schools did walk-through ceremonies on their football fields where each family went through as a group. And then Springdale did a live stream graduation that was in some ways a little more personal with photos and, and videos of each student, even though it was virtual. And then in 2021, districts returned to having in-person events in May, but they were still modified for safety. So Fayetteville, for example, usually has one big ceremony, but instead they divided into three smaller events to limit the size, the crowd of the size, the crowd size. <laughs> yeah. And most of the districts also had precautions in place, um, encouraging things like masking and social distancing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that, that's the way things happen in 2021. So, you know, flash forward to 2022, where, you know, the graduations that are beginning now, uh, we're back to the big ceremonies, uh, people all in one place, uh, uh, and, and, and fairly traditional. Is that right? Yes. And um, the, the, most of the graduations will look a lot like they did pre-2019. Um, and the districts pointed, you know, to the low number of cases in the community and the fact that state restrictions on large gatherings have been lifted for quite some time now. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think it's going to go back to looking what we imagine as a traditional graduation. And I guess there's a little bit of a silver, silver, silver lining in the, over the last two years because some of those kind of cool innovations that, that school districts came up with to celebrate during the pandemic were so, um, uh, you know, were so successful and, and popular with folks that they've, they, they're going to kind of hang on. So let's talk about a few of those things. Uh, you mentioned the, the, the video tributes and the photo tributes that Springdale did. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. Um, so, yeah, when when the pandemic hit, their media team 
and work together to make these video um, tributes and do slideshows of the students. And they're going to keep that to keep the uh, ceremonies more personal. And they're also um, having more student speakers instead of bringing in speakers from the outside. Yeah. So that'll probably be welcome for, for a lot of the folks sitting in the audience. Uh, yeah. So, so and the, the videos that they're doing, are they going to show those during the graduation or are they just going to be available online for people to, to, to watch at their leisure? My understanding is they're going to show uh, them before the graduation um, and leading up to the event. Wow. Okay. Well, that's a, that's a really cool idea. Uh, now, I know, uh, you know, pre-2020, uh, all of the large high schools in Northwest Arkansas uh, celebrated their graduations at Walton Arena. It was basically the only place big enough to accommodate the size crowds uh, that would come to a graduation for five, six, seven hundred uh, seniors. Uh, but but the pandemic uh, kind of caused Bentonville schools to rethink that a little bit, and so they've got a pretty significant change in what's happening this year. Yes, and um, they. They had their graduation ceremonies the last two years in their two football stadiums, and um, it was would be, so uh, successful that... and popular among parents. They decided to keep it this year. Um, they they said there's just something special about you know having a big crowd cheering your graduates in your hometown stadium, and also there's an economic benefit for Bentonville as far as you know keeping those. Um, out-of-town guests and local ho hotels, uh, the restaurants and party venues all still center around Bentonville. And then it's convenient for families because they don't have to drive and worry about parking in an unfamiliar town and that sort of thing. Yeah, and that's uh, Bentonville and Bentonville West High School. They're going to, instead of going to Walton Arena in Fayetteville, they're going to they're gonna stay home and, and do their graduations in uh in uh, uh, in their home football stadiums, which I think is kind of cool. That's uh, that's kind of a small town. Uh, Bentonville's not really a small town anymore, but it's kind of a callback to small town graduations. So, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, any other uh, any other innovations that you're aware of that uh, that schools have, you know, something they discovered during COVID that they wanted to keep doing? A live streaming video is a is a big one, um, and some of them may have been doing it some before the pandemic but i think for the most part that came about as a reaction to the smaller crowd sizes that were required and they're going to keep that around so that friends and family members who want to watch and be a part of that special moment can still do that even if they can't attend the ceremony for some reason yeah um and uh now the the, the big high schools in the river valley fort smith north side and south side they've been doing their their graduations at uh um, in, in their football stadiums for, for a while now. Uh, but, you know, I guess the change there is that uh, they both now have uh, competition gyms, so they don't have to, if, if they have bad weather and the graduation has to go inside, they, they can still stay on site. Is that correct? Yes, that's, that's my understanding. And um, I think they may have limited their crowd size the past couple years, but this year there's no limit on the crowd size unless they have to go in one of those competition gyms. Yeah. Yeah. And those gyms are on their campuses that before, I guess their, uh, their alternate site for bad weather was, uh, was the gym at, uh, uh, university of Arkansas at Fort Smith. So they can, they can at least stay on campus if they have weather problems. So, mm -hmm. yes. right. so um, as you were working on this story, did you get the sense that students and parents and school officials were, were, were pretty happy about getting back to normal? Yes, very much. When I when I talked to the 
and school officials, everyone I talk to is just so excited to get a big crowd together to celebrate this special moment for the students and families. And um, several of the school officials I spoke to expressed that graduation is like one of the best things they get to do because it's really a collective effort for everyone from the cafeteria workers and bus drivers all the way up to the teachers and um, to get these kids across the finish line to high school graduation. So I think for them, it's a very joyful, gratifying moment. Um, and then these kids, um, and, and I have a perspective, I have a graduating senior this year. So I've watched this class come up and these kids were sophomores when the COVID-19 pandemic hit. So they experienced from home, they experience watching their kids miss out on many of the graduation season traditions. And then um, last year, they watched the class of 2021 graduate a little more normally, but still with restrictions in place. So I think it gives them a little more perspective and a little more gratitude to be back and um, to take part in some of these traditions. Well, congratulations on being the parent of a graduating uh, high school senior. That that is exciting. It's a uh, it's it's a bittersweet moment for parents, I know. But uh, congratulations. Uh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, and your your child's graduating this weekend, right? Yes, she's graduating tomorrow. Wow. Well, that's uh, that's really cool. That's really cool. So. Um, well, you know, Janelle, we've got, um, uh, we're really happy uh, here at the newspaper that, that things are getting back to normal and, and, and folks are excited about it. And we've got a way this year for families of graduates to share their accomplishments with our readers. Uh, we are this year inviting our readers to submit photos of graduation ceremonies involving their, uh, their children or grandchildren or friends. Um, and they can do so at our website at nwaonline.com. Uh, we'll take those photos and put them into galleries uh, so that anybody can take a look at them and, and, and see the celebration. And we'll also use uh, some of those photos and picture pages for individual, uh, for the, f that we'll do of um, individual schools' graduations uh, in the, our replica editions. So I encourage our readers to take a look at our website and, uh, and uh, find that button, uh, find that link, and, uh, and submit some photos for us when their kids graduate. We're looking forward to helping you celebrate. Um, to, uh, to do that, you can go to our, our website at nwaonline.com. The direct link is nwaonline.com slash 512gradpix slash pixpics, uh, and, uh, uh, and that'll take you to the site where you can submit those photos. Uh, there's also a link uh, near the top of our main webpage at nwaonline.com you can click on. And if you've got our Replica app uh, on your phone or tablet, if you look at Janelle's story in Thursday's edition on page 1B, there's a, a breakout box there with a direct link. You can click on that and, and submit those photos uh, through your device. So, um, And we encourage folks to do that. Janelle, thanks for coming by. I know you've got, uh, you've got some time off coming, so you can go celebrate with your family uh, your daughter's accomplishments. So thanks for being here today. Well, thank you for having me. All right. Now let me tell you about a few of the other great stories we have coming your way in this weekend's editions of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Doug Thompson will provide a roundup of various ballot issues to be decided in the May 24th election. And we'll have our list of early voting sites if you want to avoid the lines on election day. And we'll also tell you how many folks took advantage of early voting in a story on Sunday. 
are the number of short-term rentals like Verbo and Airbnb locations in, in and around Fayetteville's downtown forcing full-time residents out of those neighborhoods? Stacy Ryburn will take a look. Check out the new location for the Friendly Bookstore, operated by the Friends of the Rogers Public Library. Proceeds from the Friendly Bookstore go to support the library and its mission. A new hotel is set to go up in downtown Bentonville that will offer cycling-specific amenities such as valet service, secure storage for bikes, and a bike wash. Mike Jones will have that story for you. We'll tell you about the launch of Ride for Smiles, a low-cost bike share program coming to Fort Smith with the help of a $1 million grant from the National Science Foundation. Thomas Sicente will tell us how the program works and what leaders see as the potential benefits. Our Northwest Profiles writer, April Wallace, will introduce us all to Suzanne Rhodes, recently named Arkansas State Poet Laureate. Find out how Suzanne plans to transfer her love of poetry to children, especially in rural parts of the state. Check out our What's Up Entertainment section in Sunday's edition to find out more about Cast of Blues, an exhibit at Cash in Springdale that mashes up blues music with visual art. We'll tell you how the SEC champion Razorback softball team is doing in the conference tournament this weekend, and we'll have all the coverage you need of the Arkansas baseball team's big home series with Vanderbilt. We've also got coverage of high school state baseball, softball, and soccer tournaments for you. Subscribers have access to all of this content and more at our website, nwaonline.com, and on our smartphone and tablet replica apps. If you're not a subscriber, just hit that subscribe button on our website or call us at 479-684-5509 and we'll get you signed up. Again, the phone number is 479-684-5509. If you enjoy the Know the News podcast, come back every Friday for a new edition. You can subscribe to the podcast for free by pressing the button on your device. And while you're at it, check out our other podcasts and subscribe to them as well. I'm Rusty Turner. I'm your host of Know the News this week, and until next Friday, so long. <laughs>